Yeah, we're on the air. This is oh, li- we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Life is Awkward on River Rest Radio. We have Skill Hill with us today. We have two members. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Danny. I am Skill Hill's PR. I do all the social media. Hi, my name is Ken Kotis, and I am the photographer for Skill Hill. Cool. Welcome. Do you guys want to tell us what you guys do? What is Skill Hill all about? You want to go, Ken? Yeah, okay. So <laughs> Skill Hill is all about pretty much getting out of your comfort zone and learning new skills with kind of um, no skill is too hard to try. Why not try in it? Honestly, it's the it's the great group that we show our experiences of trying like snowboarding and fashion design and skydiving and just learning how to do everything. Encourage others to try new skills as well. And we actually were complete strangers before we started up Skill Hill and we've oh, wow. grown to be really good friends, try new things together, encourage others to do that too. So how did you guys meet? Oh, well, I was I was uh, direct message through Instagram and Claire, who's the director of the program, who kind of brought all of this together, founded this founded the organization. We um trying to think like she wanted to know like if I was interested on doing a video web series and then I'm pretty sure your story like I met all of them at the same day I met Claire and day one shoot like we were shooting their first video and I met everyone and then you just came yeah oh, wow. I just got thrown into it is that kind of what happened to you too yeah Andres um we actually were dating for three years and he just found Claire and he asked me to do it too and I was like a little nervous at first but I'm I'm really glad that I took part in it and we're gonna see where we're gonna go with it cool so you guys are pretty fearless wouldn't you say no no (laughs) but you're doing these things you're conquering these little fears or big fears yeah i wouldn't say we're fearless maybe just more of courage that we have conquering ourselves in those situations because nobody's gonna get me in a plane to jump out of it what can i do to get you in a plane right now you wouldn't do skydiving if I had the Skill Hill group, like, you wouldn't, like, hey, let's go skydiving, like, randomly. I wouldn't be able to do it. But, yeah, because I have but the then, four people to encourage me to, like, say, we're going to jump right now. Like, okay, let's go. And push you out. And push you out. <laughs> you want to go skydiving with us? I'll go skydiving, right. sure. <laughs> right, we start at Canada. zero feet, right? Yeah. And then we can work our way up. No, we're, we're going to go 18,000 18, feet. Oh, my oh Lord. My. Okay. Yeah, I always wanted to touch a cloud, like, pretty high up. Yeah. You know those like those um the scroll suits? Yeah. They have? Yeah. We're gonna put you in one of them. Sweet. No training at all. I'll end up in Idaho. <laughs> that was awesome. I've always wanted to go there by squirrel suit. I always wanted to be a squirrel. So yeah, are there any other animals you wanna try to become? Like our spirit animal or just like animal <laughs> you wanna be? Well you're talking about like going to the zoo and like helping out with animals too as one of your things to conquer. Oh, yeah, we were looking into reaching out to the Milwaukee County Zoo and learning how to, like, take care of animals. That's, like, a possibility for a future video that we're looking into. Um, Answer your question about, like, what animal, like, intrigues me. Um, I'm an earth sign. Um, I'm a Virgo, so, like, I'm really into the earth. And I think that, like, I really love animals. Um, I really like elephants, giraffes. I don't know, basic animals. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't basic. Those are awesome. Don't I'd never call an elephant basic. What's your spirit? He will trample you. Pet penguin. 
A penguin. Yeah. Oh, any specific kind? You go puffin? What do you go? Emperor? What do you do? Emperor. Yeah. yeah. All right. They're the king. They're the king of the <laughs> penguin dynasty. Yeah, they got fashion. They got that fashion yeah, flair. Like you guys were doing the fashion line stuff too. Was that one of the other ones? Yes, that was. What was that one like? Um, well, I've I've had experience behind a sewing machine before. However, most people haven't. So actually, some of people in our team didn't have it, like haven't actually done sewing. So getting the chance to go back to my roots of sewing, and uh, I made like I should have brought it, but it was like this combination of sweatshirt and like a dress shirt, and I just cut off the sleeves of the dress shirt and put put a sweatshirt on it. Cool. It was good. Huh. Sewed it together, and I still wear it to this day. Awesome. Yeah, I think Ken's creation was probably the best. <laughs> <laughs> Spent a lot of time on it? Yeah, well, no, I was actually the first one to be completed because everyone had this idea of building out this amazing elaborate where I just took two things and cut them in half and sewed them together. <laughs> it was the easiest way to do it. Nice. I like it. No thought. Just doing it. Yeah, you think about selling stuff like that? My friend was doing stuff like that. She was like buying things, cutting things together, and then selling them. That is a good idea, but I don't think I would be doing that. No. So in like this digital age, do you think it's like less people are less likely to be like being taught like sewing machines or even like needle and thread type stuff? Do you think? I don't know. So I feel like there's more to conquer these days because people are more brought up with digital technology. Yeah. So I guess because I'm I was brought up like in between ages, mm-hmm. whereas I believe you guys were probably more brought up with. Well, for myself, um, my parents, I have an older sister who's about 28, so she had that in between just like what you feel like. Okay, yeah. So for me, I've always been, like I've, I was raised in that era of being the millennials. So I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad that I was in that area of being raised because I dealt with a lot of my hands, construction. I just built my own desk, wooden desk, just took some pieces of wood, screwed them together, and there we go, we got a desk. But certain people don't don't have that ability to do it mm-hmm. what do you think people how do you people like make the leap then from not doing it to like doing it like this newness factor like how do people that aren't doing it like you guys are make that leap i think we are also encouragement i i hope to see the fact that like if our community grows we would be able to have um people contacting us saying hey I actually got motivated to go learn how to skydive or I got to learn how to sew with my, my grandmother who's about to like pass away. Like I want people to experience and get motivated to get out there and to experience things instead of the, the hustle, just learn and have fun. Talk to people too. Like what you said, like talk to your grandma, talk to your grandparents, learn something like, um, my mom really doesn't know how to cook, but I've like learned how to make like our homemade stuffing and stuff like that from my grandma and like hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. think that's true. Like, I was watching your s- snowboarding video, and I never thought to snowboard, but I was watching it, and I was like, hey, maybe I should actually try snowboarding. This looks fun. Yeah. Or even, like, the pasta one. Um, what I like when like you guys cooking. were snowboarding, there's, like, no snow. But it's, like, <laughs> half snow. It's, like, really grungy. I don't know. The one I was seeing, it was, like, it was all kind of, like, a grungy hill with, like, half snow and dirt. And I just love that you guys were going out, even though, like, I don't know, like, the conditions weren't optimal. Yeah, so that like was a, still out there doing it. It was though. a cold day. It was yeah. like 10 degrees. All of our cameras froze. One GoPro <laughs> oh, had no. like 10% battery. And it was just a cold day. We had spent, we spent like an hour out there and we were all frozen. We spent an hour mm. inside warming up to set up for another like video short. And like, we were like, hands were numb. It was crazy. But yet, it was fun. Like, I got out there. I've learned. I've had the prior experience of doing snowboarding at least once. But this guy really taught us 
a lot of different skills. I think I did like 15 runs down the hill with him and half of that's on the video. But I learned, I got, I got down pretty much without having his help with that handicap. Do you guys have any awkward moments or anything that has happened when doing these excursions? <laughs> the first video? Yeah, the first video. Um, so if you watched our first video, uh, we did, picked um, things to do out of a hat. And one mm -hmm. of the things I actually came up with, just to be kind of funny, I put like, do drag queen makeup. Oh, so yeah. we did each other's makeup and then we picked up ingredients from the store to make vegan cookies. So we were at... Um, grocery store kind of in a um, rural area um where there's a lot of older people and we were walking down the store um four of us with drag makeup on and <laughs> just the looks that we got from people just were surprising and i think that was pretty awkward i didn't really want to look at people i was covering my face did anyone say anything to you one person just said hi to us like we just walked past and they were like oh yeah hi. Man. <laughs> that guy he was like hello he looked at like i was leading i was leading the pack so it was me claire andreas and her and then i walked up and i had a baseball cap so i looked up just to give him like a head nod like the polite head nod people <laughs> wisconsinites do <laughs> um a polite one yeah the, it's just a polite mm. but he looked at us he looked at me and then claire andreas and her all at the same time and we're like Hello, like he just distanced himself <laughs> so far. But he was nice about it. So yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> um, oh, go ahead. Oh, when I, I was just gonna say, how did the cookies turn out? They tasted like dough, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think back since An then. eyeliner? Do you get a little like too much makeup in it or something? Too much rouge? That's the first time like I got to sit down to talk to Andreas, and I would I never put makeup on i've never had makeup on my face mm -hmm. so having the chance to put makeup on another dude was this weirdest awkwardest thing honestly did you like it would and you do it again if i had more help okay. because it was girls <laughs> against guys and the girls were a lot better than me <laughs> so <laughs> well it's an art form and they've had many years of training yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching the pasta video or like the cooking video. And one thing that I found interesting in the beginning, I was mentioning it to Danny that you guys say only 90% of Americans or 90% of Americans don't like to cook or don't know how to cook. And the microwave doesn't count for that record, right? No. No. Yeah, that doesn't count. As um, when you guys went to the place that you went and created this food. I don't know. Do you guys usually cook or is that something that you guys wanted to do? And now would you do it more or what kind of advice would you give to people that don't? So I agree. I don't think many people do know how to cook and I'm not going to say like, Oh, ha ha ha. Like I really don't know how to cook myself to be honest. Like, um, I do think that people should learn how to cook. And I think learning how to make like the pasta, like from hand versus just getting like a box of pasta really like it tasted a lot better, I think. Mm. And it really wasn't that hard. It was like three ingredients, like oil, an egg and flour. I don't, I don't think it was really that hard. I, and I think more people should try it. Like I was telling Sam, um, my college roommate, uh, I was like meal prepping food, like making, um, 
like chicken and rice and vegetables like putting in containers for the for the week and my roommate was like wow that's really cool I should try that (laughs) I go downstairs the um, next day and I see that there's five containers in the fridge with Cheerios in them oh my god Cheerios (laughs) I'm like there you go that's a start (laughs) was the milk in the Cheerios too Um, or just like I, I don't think so, no. Plus me. <laughs> it a was, spoon, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say the same, but uh, so start of 20, so yeah, start of 2019, every week I make something new. I Do try you? to, I try to think of like, okay, so I made brownies for the, for the first time by myself. I had adult supervision, but yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I was just going to put some stuff in there. Like, and then I did cookies, I baked cookies and... I'm learning now this week I'm going to be making lasagna handmade. Mm-hmm. So lasagna, it's, it takes a lot, but yet I like it. Yeah. It's worth it. It's always worth it to put in the time. Even if it's just Cheerios in a uh, Tupperware container, it's like you're making an effort. You're really going Yeah, I mean, it's a mile. step. It's a step in the right direction. Well, like what Cam was saying was like time is like moving quicker and just like to slow things down and really take your time and kind of see where pasta, like real pasta came from. Because like, pasta we get in the store is some distant memory of pasta more so than pasta like for real and like yeah. uh, you were saying Danny like it's just three ingredients since one of the most base it's all basic ingredients mm-hmm. just wheat egg water so it's pretty easy to make yeah plus time <laughs> in the time that you make it you get to connect with the people you're cooking with and make connections and build that social support that I don't we're all eating in our cars and yeah. always yeah. go, go, go and just slow down and take time and enjoy your meals when you eat with your family. I think that's really important. Yeah. Do you guys ever, you guys have roommates, do you ever sit down at a dinner table or have like dinner parties or just like, is that a thing anymore? Is that uh, still a thing? I got, I got <laughs> upset a couple of years ago. Now we have to, do, we do it every week now, but a couple of years ago, my family used to, we used to sit down like when I was younger, when I was like 10, like we always sit down, had dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once we were dinner, dad goes to take care of the plate, children go to bed. Now, because I've been older, we've kind of relaxed those rules. So now we never sit down. I never spend time with my family. They're mm-hmm. always in their screens. They're always, Even my dad, who is very neglecting on looking at his phone. He's always on his phone. He's always mm-hmm. watching a TV mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. We now have TV tables pretty much permanently put in front of our TV. It's perfect for food. Mm-hmm. It's comfort. It's something that should be addressed in today's society of like would make your own food wash your own dishes because there's some people i know some college students who don't do dishes <laughs> their dishes just oh my stack gosh, up don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> just throw them out already and i'm just assuming like i know some guys who i'm like oh my goodness i don't want to be their roommate girls too let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> no that is that is interesting with the phones, though. It's funny. My sister was home from college for spring break over this past week, and we were all kind of we were sitting at the table playing a game. And my mom pointed out, she's like, "You guys all literally have a phone sitting right next to you, and we're like playing a family game." Like, I don't have my phone next to me, and we're like, "But no one texts you." <laughs> I mean, that's mean, but like, it's just like no, but me. like, it's just the idea, like of <laughs> um, nowadays, like in society, like everything is so like electronic and digital, and it's kind of like taking away this. Like, even the things that you guys do, like, going out and experiencing new things, people are just, like, glued to their phone and, like, always want their phone next to them. Um, and I think, like, what you guys are doing are really, is really great, like, producing this content and putting it out there for people to try these new experiences and, like, go out and do these things and using social media to do these 
to reach out to more people. I agree. How old were you guys when you got your first cell phone? Uh, I think it was actually like 18. And no. Oh, no. I mean, no, I was in middle school. I think it was like oh, man. 14. Well, cell phone, know. like smartphone or like cell phone, like flip phone? It was no, like, like cell phone, like slider phone. Like oh, slider. That okay. was my first phone. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't do yeah. much on those sliders. You can't do no. anything. Yeah. There's no games on there. All you can do is call people. My first cell you phone. Take pictures, <laughs> <I think>. my, <laughs> surfo- my first cell phone was a Droid, uh, Android, tr- I think it was a Droid Turbo. It was a, it was a smartphone. It was one okay. of the top of the line. It was like one of the iPhone 6s were coming out and, mm-hmm. and that was like big. Yeah. And that was when I was 14 years old. That's when I had a smartphone. Well, I remember having like a computer, like a giant computer that yeah. weighed like 80 pounds at oh, when I was 14. 14. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. And I had a wheelbarrow and I would wheel it around with me so I could, no, I don't do that. <laughs> that was your portable <laughs> laptop. That's, like, that's Yeah, that's the portable, that's the equivalent of the era. Yeah. <laughs> Like the first cell phones were in briefcases. Yeah, I love those. Like I saw one at like a Goodwill, and I almost bought it. And then I was gonna like walk around and use it. And I really wish I would have gotten it and like figured out how to make it my cell phone. Yeah. Someday. I wonder if it would work. Someday. Oh, I could get it to work. Well, I remember I had a cell phone, and it like lit up. I thought it was the coolest phone. It was a flip phone, and like every time it rang, it like lit up different colors along the side. <laughs> and I'm like, I wish they made iPhones like that. Oh yeah, I have some <laughs> RGB like color color waveform around that that'd be kind of cool yeah is the samsung why not that's awesome i'm gonna have mine uh, implanted in my arm that's, that's my next step no right no, here. no oh i can do that that's where it's going guys no. Welcome i to really the hope not oh it's gonna happen dude. i'll pass on that <laughs> <laughs> until they pay you a hundred dollars to do it hundred dollars hundred million dollars ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay try something new man come on Honestly, that's that's something out of like a, a movie, and I don't want to deal with that because it's just it's gonna get hacked, no matter what. Phones get hacked. Phone, Your new arm technology will just start like shaking. No, it's because like it's getting hacked. Be it's not that different. Biomechanics. So then you can easily just press sleep mode, and then you could just go to mm-hmm. sleep. Like I would love that personally, as someone who doesn't sleep ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I was thinking about is that. Batman movie where they put the cell phone in his stomach and it's like oh, oh Dark Knight yeah. oh yeah well and then that one they also have the one where they use the cell phones to like sonar the whole city and scope the whole city yep so yeah I, what about new things that scare you like that are there new things that about the future I don't I like talking about the future <laughs> I think the future scares me in general like what's gonna happen tomorrow and like I have like crippling anxiety but like oh no What's going to happen in the next five years? And I'm like, oh, no, what's going to happen tomorrow? Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, no, I, it's going to happen. Whatever. She's got you yeah, covered on Cheerios, though. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you can take comfort in that. It'll always be Cheerios. Was it milk first? or? Uh, I don't know. I screwed up. I oh, go, the cereal person and the milk. I pour the milk into the spoon. No, wait. Let me first. just Google it. One second. What do you <laughs> do? You put the milk in first or the cereal in first? I put cereal in first. It's I'm, always cereal first. I was a first. weird child. I like would eat cereal dry, and I would eat it with my hands. <laughs> well, if it's Lucky Charms, you can do that. It's on the go. You gotta go on the go oh, sometimes. Lucky yeah. I don't <laughs> or I, I don't pour know. the milk in my I mouth. I just like whatever I grab first. <laughs> um, Captain Crunch. Yeah. What's, what's I still what I still don't what? know why Captain Captain Crunch like it always ruins the roof of your mouth. I don't understand why they made it like it's that. related to the pineapple in some way. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably like pineapple juice in there. 
No, it's the texture. It's like how they make the little mm-hmm. Captain Crunch corns. Cocoa Puffs was my jam, though. <laughs> Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa for Cocoa Puffs. I can see oh, that's yeah. Ken's personality right oh, yeah. there. I'm that bird. <laughs> <laughs> that's your spirit animal, the bird. You have the Cocoa Puffs. The Cocoa Puff bird. bird. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll change mine. <laughs> I've got so much penguin like memorabilia. Oh, yeah. Like a penguin. chocolate penguin. You could like split the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of advice would you give um, like your listeners? I just in general for trying new skills. Kind yeah. Of. Um, so I think a lot of people don't try things because they're scared of what other people are going to think or they're going to get judged, fear of rejection. And I think that kills innovation and kills creativity. And you just kind of need to put yourself out there, put yourself into the battle arena and try. Even if you fail, just you're even if you fail, you're still growing as a person you're still developing and you're better than the person who didn't try and mm. that's sitting there judging you and not really care what other people think just kind of do it and it'll i think that that's kind of some advice i'd give people honestly myself i agree with that the thing that i've always kind of gone to and i've always structured my life around is always ask questions because mm. asking questions doesn't hurt anyone so like there are, are there's always an asterisk with that also be like authority, you don't need to question that. But I'm thinking like okay <laughs> question like right time, why right. am I doing, yeah. or like why this why that and like be a five year old who asks everything, and asks questions about everything and also just do everything because you don't want to be sitting in your bed, mm-hmm. at ninety years old and be like I wish I did this or I wish I went here because even if you're seventy years old retired and you have that great pension, you can't go do things you were 20. Like, go on a yacht and, like, go explore the world. Mm-hmm. You can't do that when you're 70, unless you're that fit and I you're think, that active. I think you can... It doesn't matter what how old you are. If it you doesn't. are, it like, doesn't. 90 years old, you want to learn how to dance, you better go do that. Like, oh, more power to you. I well, think. yeah, if you but can. Start start when you when you... When you're young. Yeah. Do you guys make lists? Like, do you have lists of different things that you want to accomplish? I guess like a bucket list. Yes, she does. Oh, you do have a list yeah. right there. One, one of my main bucket list type of things that I've always wanted to do is mountain climb. That'd be cool. So like mountain? actually like mountain mm-hmm. climb on a mountain, like peak the um, like Colorado's tallest mountain. I'd love to do that, climb that. Or like a major bucket list is go to space. <laughs> Maybe a skill L episode, Eli Musk. <laughs> um, start put your application <laughs> man yeah you got time yeah i want to i want to just be in space or even the close to be it having that zero g the has zero always g. been my dream yeah like the zero g plane i want to be an end. astronaut yeah why not man you're born at the right time i hope so <laughs> yeah it's coming yeah. back coming back strong i'll see you on mars it's my retirement plan to be shot. It's a one-way trip, man. I'm not doing well, that. Well, that's why it's my retirement plan. Yeah, it's your retirement <laughs> plan. <laughs> but what's your list? You had curling? Um, so, yeah, we want to try curling, meditation. It's kind of not, <laughs> well, it's kind of spring now, but we want to try uh, snow sculptures. Okay. Cool. That would be really cool. Um, how to make, like, certain foods like home- homemade tortillas, um, latte art. Mm. We want to try rock climbing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, how to take care of animals like we were talking about before mm-hmm. and then also like things that we want to try that a lot of people are already kind of doing so like um, EMS and like firefighting and different mm. kind of occupations that 
will probably not do, but just want to see and like yeah. value what they're doing. Yeah, go on a ride along or something. Yeah, yeah go on a ride be really along because, like, I'm I know sure some people who are in EMS and EMT, yeah. and like, I respect those people because they don't they don't quit. There's no off period for them. They're mm-hmm. always constantly working. No holiday. No weekends. They're constantly twenty four seven on. And I want to respect that. I want to know how stressful that is and yeah. respect that in the sense of try, like, not, but see what they do mm-hmm. and kind of um, come more like a dirtiest, dirty jobs type of vibe, but yet more of aspects of hard jobs. Like blue collar job. Blue collar jobs, yeah. Yeah, like real, real jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with real jobs. Well, it's just interesting how you don't really know how a job is or like what y- p- these people do day to day until you actually experience it and ride along and mm-hmm. see like yeah. what this is actually about. Yeah, and the weekend's probably their busiest day or like the holidays are probably even busier. It's or like, like the full moons. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard tale. I've heard tale. Bruh, full moons are something not something else. Like they are real. Like I don't believe in most of that, but like when the full moon's <laughs> coming out, I'm like, what, what's going on today? Like, why is everyone driving weirdly? And why is there, like, people acting different? Well, the tides change, and we're, like, 80% water or whatever, so maybe our inner tides change as well. That's, That's deep. true. <laughs> sure. I'm always wondering if Sounds I should just, deep. like, stay inside during a full moon or go out and see, like, what is the craziest thing that's going to happen It was always today. at school. It was always oh, school. school. Like, people would just say things, or people with mutual friends. I'm like... And then I look at the calendar, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It's a full moon tonight. (laughs) Including weather. When weather changes, um, like a big storm, Mm. people start, things get fuzzier. It's weird. Yeah, Hmm. the barometric pressure uh, changes a lot. Yeah, barometric pressure. Yeah, I can feel it sometimes. Or you can feel like when there's a big storm coming and like that weird calm. You ever see that weird calm or like the green sky and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it gets eerie. You can feel it like in your bones. (laughs) Is there anything else that you guys want to mention about Skill Hill or anything? It's a lot of fun. Always get out. If you have that opportunity to just get out to do something, always do it. Mm-hmm. Because you never know when you're going to get that other opportunity. If someone says, hey, let's go backpacking for a week. And you don't like, ah, I don't really like the force. Go. Because you're going to find yeah. yourself. Find right. yourself in doing things that you may not like. How do you push yourself over that hump? Even if it's like a tiny, sometimes tiny humps are even more difficult. Or equally difficult? Um, for me, it's just like, why not try it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to hurt me unless it is that dangerous. Then I would know. But if it's something like putting makeup on, that was so hard for me to get over, by the way. Like put it, <laughs> putting it on the first episode, meeting you, meeting everyone at the same time. And then, oh, wait, we're going to put makeup on my face and go out in public. This is the scariest <laughs> thing I've ever done. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I don't do that on a regular basis. It's so easy just to like fall back into that comfort zone. If yeah. you're like going somewhere for the first time, like so easy to stay about stay like around those two people you came with and what's the worst that can happen if you go up and talk to somebody that you don't know? Like what's the worst? That's how you make friends. Exactly. True that. Yeah. yeah. We need more human interaction in real life. A lot of it's all like internal per- perceptions, like things we tell ourselves and sometimes they're not really rational and we just need to push past that and like actually try like i came here kicking and screaming but i'm here right now oh i'm glad you guys are here yeah 
Because, yeah, comfort isn't king. Comfort should not be king. Comfort should never be always something valued. Yeah. You should always, you should always be uncomfortable. You should be comfortable when you sleep, but that's yeah. it. <laughs> You're like, then there's different forms of comfortable. Well, like, like being comfortable with uncomfortableness, because I guess that's kind of what this show is about. It's like, there's so much awkwardness that it shouldn't be awkward because it's so common. That's true. And so why do we even feel this to begin with? I don't know. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, every other minute of the day. <laughs> That's true. Uh, wrapping it up. Well, do you, if you guys have any other things to talk about, mention or, or about you Scale next? Hill. Do you know, yeah, what, what is your next, next video going to be? Our, actually, we just had a new video released yesterday, and that's the pasta video. Yeah. And then what the... Posing. I think it's model posing. Is model next posing? Thing. So model, model posing, posing for, I believe, drawing and painting? Cool. That sounds I, amazing. I, believe, I think it's that, or it's going to be for modeling for, like, photography. Awesome. Okay. Sounds great. Well, if you guys have any more information or want to check out Skill Hill, they have a Facebook and YouTube page, so for more information... Go to their Facebook or YouTube. Scale Hill. Scale Hill. Scale Hill.